0: Throughout martial arts schools, boxing gyms, and even yoga studios, respect is taught as a key principle to mastering not only the discipline, but also oneself. However, when it comes to professional fighting, it seems that all of that is often thrown out of the window. Although the goal is to physically beat the person opposite you, the mental battle is just as important. And for years, fighters have been slinging insults, targeting insecurities, and attempting to get inside the head of their opponents. Trash Talk has become a part of the sport, and it's almost expected in every matchup. It hypes up the fans, sells the fight, and can give you an advantage. But despite all that, there are still many fighters who don't resort to the banding of words, who maintain respect for all their opponents, and still became superstars in the process. And before the video, just a quick reminder to like and subscribe. We recently noticed only a few of you are getting notifications, so make sure to click the bell and turn those on. So join me now, Balian from MMA On Point, to take a look at the 10 fighters that were hugely popular without Trash Talk. Number 10 Rich Franklin at face value, this is a pretty easy one. If you didn't know, way back in 2005, Rich Franklin became the UFC middleweight champion. It was a time when stars were few and the sport needed a boost of credibility. He was perfect. A mathematics professor with a master's in education is certainly a more impressive resume than most of the UFC roster. As was his well-spoken, clean-cut nature and appearance, it did wonders for the media attention Zufa and the UFC were now receiving. He was so consistently respectful, attentive, and articulate. I don't want to be the one, the guy labeled as the guy, the person that kind of pulled, put him out of the sport or whatever. He fast became the UFC poster boy for just about everything and banged out some killer quotes like the infallible, losing is inevitable. Make sure you have the tools in your toolbox to deal with it. I'm sorry, I didn't expect to receive a collegiate education as part of this post-fight interview. Granted, much of Rich's fan appeal came as a product of his time, and he arrived perfectly before the era of Anderson Silva, leaving him free to amass some impressive and credentialed wins inside the octagon. MMA films such as Warrior depict the central character as a high school teacher, paying homage to the humble and non-confrontational background of Franklin, driving home the narrative that not all violent MMA fighters are violent people, and that engaging in a sanctioned fistfighting competition with someone does not mean you have to hate them. Number 9. Dan Henderson I find it almost impossible to imagine Dan Henderson without seeing an American flag draped over his shoulders, adorned in the medals and belts he compiled across his 30 years of athletic competition. Forged in the fires of collegiate wrestling, Hendo is another name to add to the list of battle-hardened warriors who have been subjected to nothing but the grinding lifestyle of combat sports since he was old enough to secure a double leg. He carried this mentality into the US Olympics team and eventually into his mixed martial arts career. For Dan, it was all about the sport. The competition, represented by his extensive trophy cabinet, containing belts from just about every major promotion he competed in. Minus the UFC, of course. Whenever confronted with a word or a slight, Dan Henderson would often simply respond with an endearingly wide grin as he pictured in his mind the exact moment he would enact his revenge. See UFC 100. As a fan, it was pretty hard not to love Henderson already. He didn't really need to add anything else to his fan appeal. His stoic nature, much like Fedor, actually endeared fans to him, and it was almost reflected in his fighting style. Relaxed, methodical, patient, until, blam, there was a H-bomb explosion. How popular would he be today if he continued his room temperature interviews while being faced opposite a slanderous opponent? Well, if he was able to keep knocking people out in one punch, I don't think it would matter much either. Number 8. Forrest Griffin Even in the face of ensuring the survival of the sport, Forrest Griffin's persona never shifted from that of Hey man, I'm just lucky to be here. Following his stint on the first season of The Ultimate Fighter, and damn near setting the planet on fire in his brawl with Bonner that quite literally saved the UFC, Forrest's personality shone through like a beam of sunshine penetrating a cloudy sky. When asked about trash-talking, Forrest explained that during the build-up to a fight, there's a lot going on. You're weight-cutting, answering media questions, all the while hearing from everyone about how this guy wants to take your head off. But when it comes to the actual contest, he acknowledged that through the fight, a respect is created for your opponent. A bond forged in the struggle of combat, and knowing this, how could he not respect his competition. It was always a humorous nature of Griffin that endeared him to fans, that and that he generally felt like the regular guy in the room of Earth's greatest defenders. And he didn't shy away from this, engaging in self-deprecating humor long before turning the words against his opponent. Forrest is a big slow guy. He takes a beating well. I don't it. He's his comedic nature post-fighting career has continued to see him gain positions on various UFC social media and digital content, ensuring a career longevity that you really don't see with other fighters. A lovable personality and mutual respect can go a long way, it seems. Number seven, Stepe Miocic. Ask anyone from Ohio and they tell you that Stepe Miocic is a goddamn hero, not only bringing home the UFC belt on multiple occasions, but protecting his local town as a longtime member of its fire department. But when it comes to trash talking, Stipe will tell you, I'm not gonna promote myself. You guys are the promoting company. That's what you're supposed to do. You guys do that. If someone came at me, of course I'm going to defend myself. I'm pretty witty, but I have other stuff to worry about than what I'm going to tweet taking a very dad-like approach, simply believing I have more important things to worry about than what some soon-to-be unconscious man has to say about me. In fact, he went as far as to say that he doesn't want to hurt his opponents any more than is necessary, especially emotionally outside of the cage. What a nice blow, okay? Eh? Someone should tell this to McGregor. And considering the career Stipe has had and the um, people he's actually hurt, it's not surprising he doesn't want to inflict any more pain than is necessary, as he racked up 14 wins in the UFC with only five of them actually making it to the judges' scorecards. It is the body of work put forth by Stepe that has made him undeniable, along with his jovial attitude to the sport and all-round great sense of humour. Yes, it's possible to make yourself a likeable person and that be enough for fans to rally around you. It doesn't require you to tell everyone why your opponent is a piece of shit who's going to get knocked out. Stomp on his head as he's unconscious. (laughs) He defended the UFC heavyweight title more times than anyone in UFC history, and the nine performance bonuses he's received during his UFC career should tell you that his finishing ability and proficiency at putting on a show has been more than enough to secure his popularity. Number 6. Chuck Liddell It's not surprising the Iceman wasn't known for his trash talk. Granted, he's not exactly the most articulate chap, but he's also the perfect embodiment of a fighter whose fists say more than he ever could. It was knockout after knockout followed by emphatic frenzied celebration that drew the attention of the fans. The Iceman was sleeping people cold, and you could pretty much insert whatever Mr. Freeze one-liner you wanted after that. Chuck's image was unique, but definitely helped reinforce the idea that this man was a straight savage, where trading words was literally pointless. The outcome would be the same, you were going to get slept, even if he did have peace and prosperity tattooed along the side of his head. When Chuck and Randy were set as coaches on the first season of The Ultimate Fighter, there was nothing but respect on display between the two competitors. Despite having already fought, there was a cordial back and forth, with Chuck even referencing the fact that there was no animosity between them. Chuck was also quoted stating, I'm not conflicted about it. I don't mean to hurt you. I just want to prove I do it better. An attitude continued, no doubt, from his competitive high school days where he played just about every sport going, but not tennis, apparently. There are several stories of his generosity circling the internet, including when he paid for opponent Rashad Evans' hotel room during fight week or when he graciously KO'd those five Iceman fans who got a bit excited in a bar after UFC 38. In the words of Dana White, Chuck looks like an axe murderer, but he's the nicest guy in the world. He was also the biggest star of his era, and he did it all without trash talk. Number 5. Kazushi Sakuraba In a time long past where the spectacle of combat mattered above all else, Japanese legend Kazushi Sakuraba stood alone atop the mountain of MMA fandom. The iconic catch-wrestler earned his status as a combat sports god following his 11-fight unbeaten streak in Pride, where he quickly earned the name The Gracie Hunter following his dispatchment of Hoyla Hoist and Henzo Gracie, which at the time was literally godlike. I mean, we're talking Captain America lifting Mjolnir people. To the Japanese fans, there was no comparison. The man was a living legend, selling out the Saitama Super Arena and carrying Pride through its early years. How did he reach such levels of popularity? Was his silver tongue trained in the art of supreme disparagement? No, he treated every fight as an opportunity to entertain, to put forth as much of a spectacle as he could for one sole purpose, to bring the fans what they wanted. He even referenced his approach to combat as being one of his keys to success. He took all the pressure off himself to win, only to ensure the audience watching would enjoy the action. Nice. Not only this, but Saku fought pretty much anyone he could, regardless of size or style, like a true samurai accepting only the challenge each opponent would bring, in the hopes it would create a spectacle for his fans. Sakuraba was a man far more likely to hug his opponent than trade words with him, and you only needed to see his face at the end of the Arona fight to understand. It was more than a competition between two men for him. Sakuraba was ready to die for his fans. Number 4. Anderson Silva Let's be honest, the mere thought of Anderson Silva mustering the words in English to quote-unquote trash talk could probably send you spiralling into a fit of giggles. As accomplished as the spider is, and with English not being his first language, his articulation and delivery of any kind of derogatory phrases would probably fall flat, next to the endearingly charming nature and sweet tones of his voice. Besides, now his MMA career is over, we can look back and see he really only ever needed his fighting to do the talking for him. He put together a 15-fight winning streak in the UFC, 13 of them being some of the most creative, graceful, and devastating finishes we've ever seen inside the octagon. From front kicks to knees and submissions, watching Silver work was like watching an artist with a paintbrush, casually stroking the canvas with whatever technique he saw fit, painting for us a rarely seen masterpiece before topping it off and finishing his work in some spectacular fashion. Granted, it took a while for Anderson's popularity to really grow, and the fact he didn't speak English in his early days really didn't help him along the way, just goes to show how effective trash talk can be at getting you attention. And it should also be pointed out that it was his rivalry with Chael Sonnen that really got the attention of fans. And Matchup that wouldn't have garnered so much attention without the war of words initiated by Sonnen. But Silver needed only his bodily weapons to defeat the bad guy, something he proved time and time again throughout his entire career. The Spider was already intimidating. During stare-downs, he would look straight into an opponent's soul, needing to say literally nothing in the face of the slaughter that was about to come. He was loved by his fans, feared by his enemies, and he did it all without trash talk. Number 3. Fedor Emelianenko Whoever's responsibility it was backstage to prepare Fedor to walk out to the ring and engage in martial arts destruction seemed like they were doing a terrible job, as every time he made the walk it looked like he was taking his niece on a stroll to the park to get a nice 99, rather than prepare to sever someone's consciousness from this reality. Emotionless is a strong word to use when describing someone, but we've all seen the jolly father Christmas-like laugh possessed by the Last Emperor, but during bouts, walkouts and the build-up, Fedor's capacity for trash talk was virtually non-existent. Granted, so was his presence in interviews as a non-english speaker didn't exactly become a media darling but across the 18-year career he maintained the statement i feel people have to be professional in this business for the job you do if you decide to do something seriously you have to do it professionally 100 no room for a cheeky drago one-liner then eh?" still not living up to the russian stereotypes aside fedor managed to become an absolute superstar in the sport despite rarely opening his mouth to celebrate let alone during the build-up between 2000 and 2010 he was on a 28 fight unbeaten streak and he completely owned that era of mma as the last emperor he was exalted as a god in pride carried an entire promotion at affliction and elevated strike force when he walked in its doors His unshakable belief in the traditions and the professionalism of mixed martial arts resonated throughout fans worldwide, and he currently sits among the very top of the list of the greatest of all time. He's so nice, you could invite him for tea with your mum. Number 2. Randy Couture Captain America strikes me as a man. Captain America strikes me as a man who's dealt with and seen so much shit in his life that any words you could possibly say become nothing but child's laughter that gently resonates in Randy's ears while he remembers all the times his capacity for pain, exhaustion, and stress were pushed to the limit. Take any of the trash talkers in today's sport and expose them to the life of the natural and I doubt their attitude would remain the same. In the army and in international wrestling, you shake your opponent's hand, win or lose, is a phrase from Randy's book Becoming the Natural and is an opinion formed after six years in the legendary 101st Airborne before he made the switch to Olympic wrestling, earning a place on the team on three separate occasions. But competition and fighting are not mutually exclusive in the sport of mixed martial arts. Any advantage you can get is often taken, and being able to create seeds of doubt or intimidate your opponent before the bout begins has proven to be an effective strategy. But for Couture, it was never about winning or losing, only testing himself against the opponent, the puzzle in front of him right up until the end of his career against Lyoto Machida. It was the ability of Randy to become a three-time heavyweight champion, two-time UFC light heavyweight champion, and do most of this past the age of 40 that made him a star. The true astonishment of his achievements inside the cage and out of them gravitated fans towards the American hero. You have to be true to yourself and remain humble. Whether you win or lose, you've got to treat everyone the same and be who you are. That's some real-life Steve Rogers shit right there. Number 1. Georges St-Pierre What do you mean, GSP doesn't trash talk? Remember the absolute blasting he gave Matt Hughes after he won the welterweight title? I'm very glad you won that fight, Matt, but uh, I'm not impressed by your performance. Ah, that cuts deep. But the truth of the matter is, Georges St-Pierre was about two things, respect and dinosaurs. No, no, I meant honour, honour. He took the sport to new heights with his championship persona, he wore suits, conducted himself like a professional athlete, even called out other fighters' negligence. Are you intoxicated or something? But trash talk? No, you'd never hear a bad word escape George's lips. Sure, he might critique holes in the opponent's game, but it never escalated beyond the competition itself. No one's mums or wives or special collection of geologically organised rocks was ever brought into it. Even when he confronted his now homeless childhood bully years later, literally the man who forced George to learn how to defend himself, he made peace and gave him money. He got through an entire Ultimate Fighter season and media circus against Josh Koscheck without losing his temper, always gave respect to his opponents after he'd made a mockery of their martial arts abilities for 25 minutes, and even gave props to John Jones at the club. (laughs) George St-Pierre's talents as a martial artist are of course what made him great, but what enabled him to stand out even further was his resistance against the verbal warfare, his dedication to upholding his idea of a champion, maintaining respect for all opponents regardless of what words came his way. A big shout out to Luke Taylor for editing this video. You can find him and some of his amazing artwork on Twitter at cool2me underscore. Shout out to Ben Rosette and the excellent music he provided during the intro video. His music can be found on streaming platforms everywhere. There is a link in the description and follow him at Ben Rosette on Instagram and on Twitter. Thanks so much for watching today, guys. Remember to like and subscribe. I'll see you in the next one.